I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Well, 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 you found me. You found my podcast. My name is Bill Flanagan, and the podcast is titled, I'm Not Mad, I'm Just Irritated. And I'll tell you, um, there's lots of irritations out there every day. I'm not anybody special. But before we get to irritations, let's talk about my Vegas trip. You know I was going. I mentioned it in the last podcast. It was fun. I uh, I lost dough, but I, I didn't hit the ATM. That's my thing. I'm going to take my money, and if I lose it, fine. But I'm not going to run through it, run to the ATM, lose it again, run to the... That's a recipe for disaster. You take your budget in cash, and that's it. You pay for your food. You pay for your drinks if you need to. And if you go home with any money, fair enough. And I came home with some money, several hundred dollars, about three bills. How much did I take altogether? Eh, about a grand. And I probably spent a hundred on food, drinks, tips. So, you know, I lost 600 bucks. That's nothing. If I was in New York City, I'd be going to shows and expensive restaurants and getting on ferries, go to the Statue of Liberty. I'd have spent more than that. And I had a great time. Met up with two of my boys, Matt and Ray. Oh, we go to Vegas fairly regularly. We always have fun. So, got there Friday afternoon, hung out with Ray. Matt didn't get there till late, like midnight. He, he landed about 11.30, got to the hotel. It's like, we're off. Wife was already in bed. Midnight is 2 a.m. Texas time. So, we're walking over to the Flamingo. We're staying downtown at Paris, which, I mean, not downtown, on the Strip, rather. I won't stay there anymore. And I'll tell you why. You can't win on the Strip. I like to play blackjack. And I like to do slots. The slots are tight right up there right now. It's COVID pay, which means nothing for you and me. And if you play blackjack, you're going to play it out of a big shoe with six decks, and a blackjack's going to pay six to five. That is not appropriate. That's $6 on a $5 bet is what that means. It's seven fifty on a $5 bet on a three to two pay, which is what they pay downtown. And that's where we went and played blackjack. We did pretty good. Blackjack, I won money. Slots, not so much. But anyway, walking over to the Flamingo. I turned to Matt. I said, Matt, how many times have we been to Vegas? I go, I don't know, a dozen. I said, you ever seen somebody here get a hand pay? I said, I see him at the Indian casinos. I see him in Oklahoma. I've gotten a hand pay. My wife's gotten a hand pay. You ever got? He's, I've never gotten a hand pay. And that guy plays some slots. You don't even see slot attendants in the casinos. You'll see waitresses occasionally, but you don't. In, in, at the Shock at Tall or at the Windstar, slot, slot attendants are everywhere. You know, if you have a problem, if you're having hand pay, whatever, they're there. You don't see them in Vegas. So we walk over the Flamingo after lamenting the fact that Matt's never gotten a hand pay. Puts two $20 in. On about his fifth spin, he hits $1,800 hand pay. Oh, we couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. But here's the thing. It took him at least 45 minutes to get paid. By the time we finally got somebody to notice, by the time they came over there, took his information. By the time they left and came back, it was 45 minutes. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at a slot machine 10 feet away losing $200. His hand pay cost me 200 bones. It was great though. I ended up getting it all back that night. It was a good night. My buddy Ray. Oh, super fun dude. He sits down at a 
88 cent bet on a slot machine hits right at $400. He couldn't believe it. I mean, 100X is $88, and that's a big payout on an 88 cent bet. I get 500X. 10 minutes later, he sits down and another one's betting, I don't know, 225. He bumped it up, hit another four. He couldn't believe it. He hit $800 within 10 minutes. Meanwhile, Flans are getting screwed by the casino. Matt and Ray winning, you know, and that's great. I'm glad they did it. But it was tight. So uh, it was my wife's birthday. We met a bunch of friends, went to the Paris, a fancy Paris hotel in the Eiffel Tower thing they have there. It wasn't my thing. It's what Allison wanted to do. It's like, give me a couple hot dogs. But you know, what can you do? It's Vegas and it's her birthday. She wanted a fancy dinner. So we go to the steakhouse. I don't go to a lot of steakhouses, but when I do, and I'll go once a year and I'll get, you know, a good steak dinner's $75, 50 to $75 easy. And if you're having drinks, forget about it. And you can't, you know, what do I want? I want a, an eight ounce tenderloin and a baked potato. That's all I want. And a beer. That's my steak dinner. I don't need green beans or asparagus or, you know, a bunch of bullshit for that second side. Baked potato and a steak and a beer. That's what I want. And every once in a while, I'll do it. Well, we went to the Paris. Well, they don't have a baked potato. You know why? Because you can't charge 15 bucks for a baked potato. All I want is a baked potato butter. I don't want sour cream and chives to fuck up the baked potato. Just butter. But they, they're not going to give me a baked potato. So they have two other kinds of potatoes. Oh, gratin potatoes. That's 15 bucks side. Or some whipped up something potato. Another 15 bucks. Whatever. So I got the au gratin potatoes and mistake and a beer. I thought, this is the best I'm going to do. Well, the au gratin potatoes felt like someone put like a bucket of salt in it. It wasn't very good. And my steak was good, but not great. Wasn't anything. I've had better. I've had much better. Roos Chris's are better. Eddie V's are better. True Lux are better. Austin Landon Cattle's better. I don't think Roadhouse is better. But it wasn't, wasn't below it by that much. Spent a boatload of money. There's so many nice restaurants there. That's where she wanted to go. That's where she went. But whatever. She had a great time. It was all good. It was all good. Vegas was good. Uh, nothing else really happened. Fairly uneventful trip. Good flight there and back. Came home. My dog wasn't feeling too good. Gosh. That's a whole other story, but let's say vet bills are expensive. You know, when I was a kid, we didn't take our dogs to the vet unless they were dying. Now they have pet insurance and they have specialty vets. If something's wrong with your vet, your your dog, and you have to take it to a specialty vet, you're talking two to three thousand dollars. That's a kind of a kick in the nads. But you got to do it. You love your dog. I don't know what do you do if you don't have any money. You know, luckily, I had the resources to pay for this vet bill. But, you know, if I was poor, you know, I would have had to put my dog to sleep. I had to put him down. You know, I got a little bit more time with Leroy. It was Leroy. I, I'll pay whatever for Leroy. He's, he's, he's Leroy Brown. If the dog said 10 grand, I would do it, but I would not be happy about it. Only if I could get at least six months. So I could cuddle him for six months. If it's two weeks, it's like, well, yeah, he's old. He's old. Old dogs, you can't fix them. They have stuff that's permanently damaged. 
But you know, when Leroy looks at you, you open up the checkbook. I don't even know if they take checks. You open up the credit card. So anyway, um, good trip to Vegas. Leroy's doing good. Let's get on to some irritations. You ready for a few? You know what irritates me? Okay, first of all, I have no beef with The Rock. I like his movies. I think he's probably a pretty good dude. But I was watching this um, video, several videos actually, and it's like um, these guys that get up at like three in the morning to start their day. The Rock said by 7 a.m., you know, when we're all sleeping, doing nothing, it's like, yeah, we're resting. You know, good night's sleep's important there, Rock. By the time you get up at 7 o'clock, I've been up at 3 and I've done two workouts. And I think, dude, you need some counseling. You need, you got some OCD issues. You're, you're huge. Just ride on that for a little while. And don't bash me because I'm sleeping until 7.30. Good God. You, if, you're, if you're getting up at 3 to work out and you get 7 hours sleep, you're going to bed at 8 p.m. I know people that do that, but I can't imagine The Rock turning to his family at 8 o'clock saying, I'm going to bed now. Do you think he does? Or do you think he's just exhausted all day? Dude, you got OCD. Sleep. One of those workouts you can get rid of, and you know what? Get an extra three hours sleep. That's got to be better for your body than lifting all that weight. So I got to call bullshit on The Rock. Rock needs to sleep. He doesn't need two workouts by 7 a.m. and then try to guilt us for sleeping. That's what he was doing. But, uh, but again, if The Rock came up my driveway, I'd be, Rock, my man, good to see. I mean, I, w- I just don't get it. It's not for me, and I, and I think he's wrong. I think you ought to get a little extra sleep instead of getting up at 3 a.m. to do two workouts. Okay, but we would digress. Okay, guys, I want to talk about something that happened to me the other day. Actually, it's been several months. And I can't get it out of my head. It was a weird experience. Now, first of all, we know that getting good help, especially in fast food restaurants or any restaurants, it's not easy right now. And I would never go in there and treat somebody poorly, ever. I tip even when the service is shitty because I know those people are working hard. They're trying their best. So I go into Taco Deli, and I get a couple tacos, and then I always like to get refried beans and chips. I don't like salsa. I like salsa fine, but I like to dip my chips in some refried beans. Bean dip. They always look at me like I'm crazy when I want chips and beans and not chips and salsa. But that, whatever. So I order my two tacos, and I order my chips, and I say, listen, I'd like a side of refried beans. The guy goes, is black beans okay? Because they only have refried black beans at Taco Deli. They don't have refried pinto beans. I actually prefer the pinto beans, but the black beans are a nice little digression. So he goes, is black beans okay? I go, sure. And then he looks at me and goes, is black beans okay? And I think, we well, must not hurt me. I go, sure. He goes, is that a yes? I'm going, what, what the fuck is happening here? What, you... You take no other form, verbal forms of, of affirmative v- verbiage except yes and no? If you ask, ask me if I want beans and I say, sure, that's, that's not good enough? He was like forcing me. He was being a dick. And I just looked at him. I go, I, I, huh? We, all we have is refried black beans. I know. 
I will take those. And, I, and I'm, at this point, I'm kind of irritated. And, and I'm thinking as I'm eating my beans and my tacos, it kind of ruined my whole time in the restaurant. I'm just kind of, kind of fuming about this. It's like, what, what was that dude doing? If I go up to a beautiful lady and I say, would you like to make sweet love? And she says, sure, I'm off to the races. I'm not asking three times to get an affirmative yes. Are you sure you want to make sweet love? Sure. Ma'am, do you want to make sweet love? Sure. Hurry. Is that a yes? If I say that, she's going to, it's over. There's no sweet love making. I, I just kept thinking, is that what this guy's doing to his ladies? He's making them answer three times for lovemaking, just like my refried beans? That dude was just being a dick. I'm a little bitter about it. Oh, guess what time it is, folks. You know what time it is. It's time for the uh, Chalky Chalk Report. Brought to you by Dr. Paul Berg, Baylor Scott and White. I just set up a physical with Dr. Paul Berg, March 2nd, late in the afternoon. So when he's done, we can get a beer. Because, you know, your doctor does. It's weird when your buddy is your doctor. I, I can't even talk about it. There are things he sees that no one needs to see. Okay, so let's get to that Chalky Chuck report, shall we? Chalk scale. Chalk was not good walking around in Vegas. Too much walking and not, and I had on boots, like fashion-y cool boots, my, my honey suede Tacovas. I can't be trampsing all around Vegas. I, I looked at my steps, it was like 1,200 steps walking around the strip. One casino's a quarter mile away from the next. You got to go downtown for that. So the dogs were barking a little bit, but you know, since then it's pretty good. I, I only have, I've only taken ibuprofen once this week. The rest, I just muddle through. Chalk's been good. Boy, I still have a little PTSD from that last chalky flare up where I had to go get my knee drained and I was on crutches and I was almost in tears and I couldn't even get comfortable lying in bed. Arthritis, man, it's arthritic knees. The guy looked at my knees, it was bad. But you know, right now, I am knocking on wood. We're, we're talking about half a stick of chalk. I will take that all day long. Chalk out. All right, I'm back. Stellar chalky chalk report, but let's, let's move along. Guys, I, I have been getting into these Instagram real holes where you just look at these little short videos and you would think that the algorithm would know what I kind of stop and look at. And it's usually a dog doing something cool. Or, um, you know, somebody like on a, on a bicycle trying to jump a bunch of bricks. Just stupid stuff. But occasionally, well, quite often it's some scantily clad woman dancing around. I don't watch those. It's not that I don't appreciate a beautiful woman. It's like... You know, you're trying too hard. You want to be internet famous? I'm not participating. Boom, I'm, I'm done. I scroll right past, but they keep throwing them at me. I don't understand why the algorithm won't learn. And then sometimes you'll see it. Usually it's a woman, sometimes it's a dude. And it'll be like, stop scrolling and look at this. As soon as they tell me to stop scrolling, because they know I'm scrolling through, they want me, stop scrolling like I'm just going to stop and watch them. Immediately I scroll past. 
Anytime you see the stop scrolling, I scroll. I don't like to be told what to do. When someone comes up to me and says, man, you have to watch this show, no watch. I could be missing out on some of the greatest shows on the planet. And, and there are times where I have and I've gone back to them years later. You know, I was very late to Breaking Bad. I was very late to Sopranos. Some of these classic shows I watched. Yeah, right now I'm watching Homeland. It's, good, it's great. My buddy Andy says, you, got, you don't watch Homeland? You got to watch it. It was on Showtime. I didn't have Showtime. Now it's on Hulu. I can watch it. It's great. But Andy says, dude, you got to watch Homeland. It's like, I'm not going to watch it. Why? Because you said I had to watch it. When someone says, you have to go eat at this place. Land no eat. I don't know why. Just something. When someone says, man, you got you to try this. You got to do that. Or you got to go there. It's like, nope. I don't trust anybody, anybody enough. And I try now not to say that. If I have a show like Homeland, I was telling my sister, yeah, it's really good. You ought to give it a couple episodes. If it sucks, you can bail. But I would never say, you've got to watch it. It's just irritating to me. I can't watch those. I don't want to be told what to do. I drive a Corolla on purpose. I don't even want to drive it. But they're telling me I should drive in this in the state of Texas. Big jacked up pickups. The new Broncos are out. You know, you got your Ford F-150 King Ranch $75,000 truck. I'd look good in that. I would. I'm a handsome fellow on good days when I do my hair. Right now, it's super long. It's crazy. My lady's out. Thinks she has COVID. She's not cutting hair. I couldn't get in last week or this week. I may be able to get in the next couple of weeks. I look awful. But with a hat, I look fine. But like trying to style it. Think Doc Brown. It's just, I can't get into this haircut. Any, anyway, if someone told me don't get a haircut, I'd probably run out and get one. And I still, and I've thought about, you know, buzzing it all off. I can't do it. When I was a kid, you know, my dad was a colonel in the Air Force. He took us to the base barber shops. We got high in tights. We got crew cuts when we were kids in the 70s. That was the least cool thing to do when you had glorious mains in the, of the 70s. So it's like, yeah, there's a little PTSD with me. And, and I use that. I don't mean to insult anybody that actually has it. I don't know. I don't like getting haircuts. I never have. It bugs me. I wish I could hit a button and fast forward to after the haircut. I don't like sitting in a chair with someone with scissors, going to town, doing what they want to do on my hair. Because I tell them what to do. I want this, this, this. I tell them exactly. And they, okay. And then they do completely opposite. It's, it's like I couldn't, it's like they're, they're doing what I'm doing, not listening to people on purpose, but it's a haircut. They're supposed to listen. That's their job. If I say, eh, cut it right about the here on the ear, they'll either go too high or too low. It's not going to be where I tell them. It's just not, I don't like getting haircuts. So that's why I have stupid hair. Anyway, it's thinning, sad, but you know, I don't care anymore. When I used to go to a job, I cared a little bit more about my hair. Now it's like, who's going to see me? My dogs, my wife, she, she thinks I have nice hair. I don't know. She's on drugs. It's not that great. I saw a guy the other day in, in Vegas and he was probably 35 he Had this glorious seventies hair. With a, with a perfect 
hairline. You know, kind of a little widow's peak up above his brow. I used to have one of those. It fell out. Now it's not even straight across. It's re- it's going. It's going to the North Pole. If my head, if my dome is at the top of the North Pole, we definitely have some ice cap meltage. It's just the way it is. But I'm, I'm clinging on. I told my wife, when my hair, you tell me when I need to buzz it short. Because I'll tell you. Well, she hadn't told me yet. So we're doing, we're doing long hair. I don't even care. Guys, I'd like to thank a few people. I'd like to thank my um, benefactors. Will. Allison. Shrey Hayhay. JB III. Matt Beards. Mariah. I appreciate their monthly support. It's enough for me to get a really nice plate of tacos every month. Well, and then you got Brother Joe, Joe Freund doing the intro music, Brother Mike Flanagan doing the outro. They all contribute. You can contribute. I know you're not going to, but you could. Nine-nine cents a month. At this point, you're getting two podcasts a month. I can't do it every week. You're lucky I'm still doing it. Premium content. What did I talk about today? The Rock. Talked about my Vegas trip. That's that's worth that's worth ninety nine cents right there, guys. Until next time. This was episode sixty two. Sixty two. It's a lot of episodes. Until then, we'll see you next time. Right on.